Ron Howard famously said that one of the great things about being a director is that it can never be mastered. Every story is its own kind of expedition with its own set of challenges. For me, film is an expedition, climbing ever higher in the pursuit of the best view, navigating rocky ravines of reviewers, avoiding the crevices of critics. What better endeavor than to plant one's flag on the peak of an extraordinary piece of cinema? I'm Martina Minow, and I'm joined today by a director that has truly pushed the boundaries of cinema. Please welcome Frederick von Klink, the director of Gone with the Wind in 60 Seconds. Welcome, Mr. von Klink. Hello, Martina. What a blessing it is to appear this morning on your program. I'm frankly blown away by your description of the endeavor of filmmaking. And I disagree wholeheartedly with Ron Howard, who frankly, I file under grotesque heck. Oh, well, fighting talk, Mr. Von Klink. I know there's a little bit of history between you and Mr. Howard, and I'm sure we'll unpick that. Now, Gone with the Wind in 60 seconds, I could not stop watching it. I was on the edge of my velvet velour seat. Where did the inspiration for this come from? Well, if you'll permit me to be crude for a moment. Always. One morning, I actually was in bed contemplating, and I broke wind. Oh. And the simple profundity of that act of involuntary natural expulsion got me a thinking. I wanted to create an epic that would contemplate how the wind itself encircles our lives and brings us together. Oh, I think I might have my own involuntary expulsion of joy, Mr. Von Klink. I feel we're connecting on so many levels. <laughs> Please expel whatever you wish. Oh, I love it when people say that. Look, I obviously have watched the film many, many times, but for our listeners, could you give a quick synopsis of the film? Of course, what the film does is explores how the same wind blows through different relationships between different people, different creatures and different landscapes. The same wind traverses all of these different dramas that are appearing in our world. And that's really what this film was about. Oh, and... I can really tell that you have painted with all the colours of the wind. There was one particular scene in the rainforest that I was so moved by, I couldn't stop crying. Let's cut to that now. Yeah, man, I know it's very important for us to keep the rainforest in Brazil, but I also know you need to cut it down to breach your cattle. But we can't do this, man. I'm sorry, man, the digger, they have already arrived. There is nothing that you can do to stop us, and our expansionist aims in the middle of the rainforest. You damn French bastard. You come here and it's always you guys. You don't care about Brazil, man. You're just trying to exploit us like some kind of global whore to be used and thrown away but it's you and your children who will pay the price. I suppose you are right. At the end of the day, there is no kind of ore than an ore covered in milk cattle. 
We will leave the Amazon, but only for one week. Then we will be back. It is getting windy out here, after all. Oh, a global whore. What an image, Mr. Von Klink. Have you always been political? Yes, but I think nature has its own politics and and that transcends the simplistic politics of the human. But nevertheless, I wanted to see where, where the three merge. Mm. And in that sequence, we saw Marion Cotillard, an extraordinary actress, phasing off against Ryan Gosling, who plays a small uh, Brazilian pygmy. And the clash between these forces, I think, was a profound statement as the wind blew between them. Of course, what was extraordinary was later in the film, these two characters who are opposed, almost like the Capulet and Montague conflict, nevertheless, a love blossomed between these two characters. They are uh, in bed later in the scene. Uh, talking about the post-coital experiences. And once again, the wind blows through the window. Oh, absolutely. And post-coital is my favourite kind of coital. Let's cut to. Ah, that was so good. I had no idea that a man who works with hands all the day would be so good with them during the night time. Yes, well... It is when you have spent so many years being pygmy-sized, you can get into special places, man. I suppose you are right, but there is something more to me than your beautiful size. It is the glitter of passion in your eyes, the, the way that you speak to me when we are making love and after we make love, the way that your little feet tap and do a little dance for me before, uh, because I asked it, because I adore dance. The way you left the window open so that the entirety of the Amazon could hear our rampant moments. Well, Belinda, you know, we are all one with nature, and it's important that wind enters the bedroom so we can feel nature's touch. And I don't know why you're laughing, man. This is a serious moment of uh, me. Pouring out my heart, you, you have destroyed my rainforest, which is in some ways my heart, but you have also stolen my heart. It's very conflicting for me, man. I'm sorry too, is that I always laugh after. I have decided it is kinder than laughing during. But do not fear, while the Amazon has been broken down and your heart has been taken just like so much lumber, soon the fellow fields will be filled with cattle heavy with meek. I really identified with that scene in more ways than I can possibly describe. I need to ask, Mr. Vaughan Klink, is this based on some romantic conquests of your own? Yes, I also make documentaries and I was making one in South America and I myself had a small relationship with a Brazilian pygmy 
and uh, the profundity of these emotions infuse their way into the script. And much of that experience is recreated in the scene that you just enjoyed. Yes, I could really see that coming through. I've heard that you're a little bit of a Lothario, Mr. Von Klink. There was an awful lot of choreography in the film, much more than your previous works. Is it true that you were having a little fling with Felicity Foxtrot, cinema's star choreographer? It's true. I uh, I want to get to know my crew intimately, obviously within the bounds of acceptability. It was, I must insist, fully consensual, but myself and Felicity enjoyed a full-blown a physical relationship during the production period, yes. Yes, and I hear that she taught you to dance. That's right, yes. Uh, in fact, post-coitally, we would enjoy a small uh, rumba, and uh, this was most enjoyable. She taught me some choreography, and I like to think I taught her a thing or two myself. Oh, lovely, and... I hear that it didn't end so well. Is that true? No, yes, it's true. Uh, as with most of my relationships, uh, it bursts into flames. But that's the nature of film production. You make the film and you move on. Uh, each project is in itself a new lover. And I have a new lover for each project. Maybe at the end of this video, you will be my lover. Who knows? Uh, this is how these productions go. Oh, Mr. Von Klink, let's get ready to rumba. But still, we must finish our interview. Um, Felicity Foxtrot, I don't think she's taken it too well. I don't know if you know, but she's she's been talking about you on her Instagram Live. It's uh, it's a little damning, Mr. Von Klink. Let's cut to the mm. Instagram Live feed right now. Hello, hello, everybody. Oh, so nice to see you. Hi, hi, hi. Mwah, 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 mwah. Such love, such love, such love, such love. So I just, I'm here today to uh, just, just clear up a few things about myself and Friedrich, because I know the rumor mill has been milling away. And uh, obviously when you work, look, when you work on a set where there is just a lot of passion going round and there's a lot of wind going round, sometimes that wind fans the flames of romance and you may think that that romance will will last forever oh thank you so much yeah yeah i have a ko-fi if you want to donate yeah yeah um you may think that it it, it fans the flames of romance but at the end of the day you know as as my darling friedrich was always fond of saying every film is a new lover and sometimes your contract is just up and no matter how often you teach somebody to rumba and no matter no matter how many secret steps you teach them, sometimes they're just going to leave you to work with Ron fucking Howard! <laughs> Ron fucking Howard. Obviously, there's a big history here. Tell us, what went down with you and Ron? Well, uh, I slept with Bryce Dallas Howard, his daughter, and uh, he was not so pleased about this exchange. And uh, he actually shot at me, but I welcomed the bullet. It was a growth experience. It was obviously non-fatal. And I got him in a headlock and I held him so tight, he actually broke wind. It, after that, he had expelled his emotions 
much as Felicity has expelled hers just here and now you have heard. And after that, there is a calm after the storm and the winds go back to their placid state. And that's now where we find ourselves. Oh, well, he's actually sent in a well wishes video for you. He knew you were coming on the podcast. Um, it does sound like you've made some good progress and welcoming a bullet. What a very brave man you are, Mr. Von Klink. Here's Ron Howard's well wishes message just for you. Uh, yeah, Mr. Von Klink, uh, we had some bad times in the past, uh, but uh, that's all behind us. And I'm glad he's, uh, you know, winding his way around the world. And, uh, you know, uh, the headlock was a moment which uh, I think it developed a relationship. And, uh, like, uh, I feel like we've come closer together as a result of the trauma and conflict. So I just want to say... Uh, Best wishes and have a good time and don't touch my kin ever again. Oh, any response to that, Mr. Von Klee? Well, I would like to thank Ron for his, uh, his statement. My conflict with him has ended. I still think he's a hack. I cannot lie. Uh, this is not an insult, just an observation. Maybe I will continue my romance with Bryce. We'll see where it goes. Any exchanges we have, Ron is welcome to join us. Oh, my. Well, you're clearly not a man to shy away from conflict. Now, the battle scene in Gone with the Wind in 60 seconds, oh, my word, it was breathtaking. I imagine that took quite a lot of work. Tell us more about it. Yes, yes, we had 100,000 extras on each side of the battlefield, which was filmed in the Yorkshire Moors. And um, we, Michael Caine led the charge of the English king. And the wind was obviously blowing away between the two profound armies with Whoopi Goldberg on the other side, leading the charge from Nottingham. And uh, yes, this was an extraordinary battle and they all used real knives and there was real bloodshed, real arrows. I wanted the actors to give themselves fully even if that meant giving their lives. What finer thing to give one's life for than a Von Klink production? Well, I can't wait to show this battle scene. Oh, simply extraordinary. Okay, we're going to charge at those guys and we're going to gut them like the fish that they are. It's going to be like being down the chip shop back in 1950 where they didn't come in frozen. Slivering all over the place with guts up to our knees. Do you understand? Well, sure. I mean, I'm just on your side. I can't think of anywhere better to be, you know? <laughs> right, okay. Uh, everyone draw your live knives. For equity. No, uh, equity doesn't care about this, so shut up, Johnson. Charge! Charge indeed. And there's real gusto from a Yorkshire man when there's knives out and a battle to be won. 
And Whoopi, what a performance. Well, she was extraordinary. And of course, she then in a profound union ends up on the same side as Michael Caine. They fall also into an, a loving embrace due to the winds that were blowing previously in South America between the Pygmy and Marion Cotillard. They transmuted their love over to the to the forests of, of Yorkshire. And um, even though that battle took place several centuries earlier. Yes. Now, Mr. Von Keen, I've heard rumors that there is another film in the making. Is that true? Yes, you're right. The name of the film is Blown Away Again. Oh, what a compelling title. Um, well, Mr. Von Keen, I hope you'll give me permission as we're special friends. We have actually got the trailer for it. Would you permit me to play it? Please. Okay, listeners, a debut that no one else has ever seen before, not even my arch rival Rowena Rowe, that bitch. Here is Blown Away Again. Blown Away 2. Starring Whoopi Goldberg. And Michael Caine. Boy, just another day being Whoopi Goldberg. Ah, another wonderful day where I host that chat show and- Oh, I didn't expect to see you here. That's right, I've come back. We had an explosive sexual relationship. Well, sure. And I'd like to reclaim that. I've never been blown like I was then, and I was blown away. Well, in that case, baby, say no more. Come on in. Can they reconcile their differences in this crazy romantic comedy? Or will they end up parting and never working together again? Find out this summer exclusively on VHS, Betamax, and on a tiny little screen being shown on the corner of 4th and 12th. Oh, I can't wait, Mr. Von Klink. How exciting. I hope you will take me to the premiere. That is 100% confirmed. Oh, Mr. Von Klink, you have been a pleasure, and I hope it's not remiss of me to say that I have been quite blown away myself. What a jolly good blowing. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Martina. I've had an extraordinary time, and your interviewing has been most pleasurable. Ah, charmer. The Improvised Movie Director podcast featured Sabrina Luisi as Martina Minow with resident improvisers Vicky Hawley and Rory Vieira. With special thanks to today's guest, Andrew Gentili. IMDP is produced and edited by Steve Tanner. Theme music by Matt Brown and Johnny Griffiths. Episode artwork by Marty Sears. Additional music by Stan Babich. <laughs>